Welcome to Yehopet's Hill, everybody. I'm Ralph ben Rugi. It's brought to you by Pear Tree Canada. Hope you're having yourself a wonderful day. You know, there's a lot of Jewish communities around the world in a lot of different places. And uh, interestingly enough, in my own history, uh, my eldest brother believes that my father's people originally came through Azerbaijan. That there was a city apparently called Margi, and I'm Ben Margi. And uh, from there they ended up in Spain and then in Morocco. So in some strange way I find myself attached to Azerbaijan. But I'm going to make that a more solid connection now by talking to Rabbi Zamir Isayev, who happens to be in Azerbaijan and is one of the great leaders of the Jewish community in that country. Hi, Rabbi. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Lately, we've been hearing a lot about Azerbaijan, the, the, an embassy opening in Israel, more conversations about Canada and Azerbaijan. Uh, I'm wondering, is this a coincidence or is there a real push to bring the Jewish community of Azerbaijan into the rest of the world? No, you know, I don't think that it's something that was planned. So uh, everything has its time. So uh, I think that uh, the time of the to to want to know about the Azerbaijan lifestyle, Azerbaijan multiculturalism that we are living here during during the hundreds of years, and it's very important to want to know about this and to learn from this. Because, uh, for example, I was born in, in Baku, in Azerbaijan, and my people, my community, mountain Jewish community, are living in this area maybe 2,000 years from the Babylon, uh, from the times of Babylon. I can, I can tell that during all my life, and uh, also the my life of my father, for example, we didn't feel any anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism or any hater against us as, as a Jewish people, even during the Soviet uh, times. I have to say that it's not only towards uh, Jewish people, also, there are very big Russian uh, Russian community here or other nation community. We are, uh, we are more than we have more than one hundred uh, nation nationalities, main, uh, national minorities here in Azerbaijan, and Jewish people are part of them. So uh, Jewish people are um, feel we are feel us uh, ourselves as a part of the Azerbaijani society. That's why we're very grateful to our homeland. We want that the other Jewish communities and other countries will know about the true truths about the Azerbaijan because a lot of uh, lies are uh, in the world media against Azerbaijan. You know that Azerbaijan has a big conflict with Armenia that finished with the Second Karabakh War when the Azerbaijan liberated his territories from the occupation. During the all, the, all these uh, years, uh, very, there is a lot of uh, lies in the press, in the world press against Azerbaijan. That's why the Jews of Azerbaijan decided to explain the truth about Azerbaijan and to, to, to give uh, people know what is Azerbaijan. Mm -hmm. uh, Really. So you're painting a wonderful picture of a very tolerant country doing good things. And I'm wondering, why is Azerbaijan different that way? Where does that tolerance come from? Our president says that, that you, know, uh, you know that Azerbaijan is very rich with oil. 
and gas. Uh, it's a very rich country. But I think that the uh, most important things that we have, more it's more than uh, oil or gas or anything, it is uh, our multiculturalism. Because I think that it is, uh, uh, this is uh, the character, character of the Azerbaijani nation. Everybody are brothers and all our neighbors, it doesn't matter which language they are speaking and which uh, nation they have. They are our neighbors. We have to live in peace with them. We are, they are our friends. If you learn it, if you learn your children, of course they will build so, such society in the future. Paint me a picture. How many Jewish people are there in Azerbaijan? Uh, we think that we have more than 20,000 people in Azerbaijan. Most of them are living in Baku. Uh, part of them are living in Krasna Slabada village. It's in it's in region of Kuba. It's two, uh, 150 kilometers from Baku. It is the only absolutely Jewish settlement in the world. Shtetl. What what is what does it look like? What, how does life go on in that uh, shtetl? Is uh, river is crossing. Uh, you crossing the uh, from the river and other side of one side of the river is the Muslim uh, part of the city. The other side is the Jewish part of the city, so uh, you're crossing the bridge and entering the absolute Jewish settle and you're going on the street, you see that almost all names of the streets are Jewish surnames, the famous people that lived in this village, and you see mezuzahs even uh, maybe in each in each houses and it's very uh, beautiful houses, two floors, maybe three floors. And uh, you see the synagogues, very beautiful synagogues. The the only mountain Jewish uh, museum that was built three years ago. It's a wonderful uh, thing. It's a wonderful place. So uh, the government are taking care not only for the present of the uh, the national minorities, including Jews, also for the future of them uh, to keep their identity. Uh, the Jewish identity. What I, I'm wondering, uh, in Baku and in this wonderful village you're talking about, when things, uh, when tensions between Arabs and Jews, between Muslims and Jews happen in Israel or any other part of the world, how do the two communities, the Muslims and the Jews, how do they cope with it in Azerbaijan? Each journalist are asking me this question. Of course, the situation is very interesting. Uh, first of all, I would like to say you that Israel is one of the biggest allies uh, uh, of Azerbaijan during the 30 years. And, that, uh, and Israel helped, Azer helped Azerbaijan and helping Azerbaijan with everything, including the uh, military things, you know, weapons and the, the military technologies. So... I can say that, uh, and if you remember, on 2021, it was the last big operation in, in Gaza, if you right. remember it. Not in the summer, but before it. At that time, I can say you that our the Israeli embassy in Baku received a lot of telephones and messages from Azerbaijani people that uh, asked them how they can join to uh, IDF to help Israel. Because you know that during the war, a lot of Jewish people that are living in Azerbaijan, are citizens of Azerbaijan, joined to the army, go going to the to the army as a soldiers. Uh, the main, the very famous Azerbaijani national hero, his name is Albert Agaronov. He's a Jewish guy that was uh, killed on 1992. He was a tank. Uh, he was a tank commander. 
and he is a national hero of Azerbaijan, and they, they have uh, very respect to him, uh, mm -hmm. the Azerbaijani people. So uh, they look at us as their uh, as their uh, brothers, as their neighbors, and as their as part of their society. So it was very amazing when we uh, receive it as a Jewish from to Jewish community. We have received a lot of uh, telephones. A lot of calls from the ordinary people and telling us that they are with with us and uh, they they are ready to help us with everything. So uh, even they are Muslims, I I understand that they are Muslims also. Even they are Muslims, but they know they uh, exactly they know who who are their friends, and you know that's not they are not. Uh, the things that is going on between Israel and Arabs are uh, very uh, so uh, have to be involved here in in Azerbaijan. All right. So so far, it sounds like paradise. Are there any problems in Azerbaijan? Because right now I'm feeling like when do we move there? It's, it's all perfect. Uh, there you must know, be some some things that aren't going quite the way you would like them to. Uh, you know, uh, Azerbaijan has a big problem now. Is uh, not uh, not inside, but outside. You know that it was, uh, as I said, it was uh, Azerbaijani twenty percent of Azerbaijani territory, the international recognized territories of Azerbaijan was under occupation of Armenia during thirty years. On uh, twenty twenty. Uh, Azerbaijan made an offense and uh, uh, and liberated them. Uh, there is a uh, you know there is a, a still uh, problems on the border between Azerbaijan and Armenia, also inside of the of the Karabakh region, that uh, Armenians are living there, and Azerbaijan are ready to give them the Azerbaijani citizenship and everything, every convenience, you know. Uh, there are claims that uh, if Armenians that are living on that area will join to Azerbaijan, they will have problems because they are Armenians. So we are proving that if the Jewish people don't have any problems with Muslims, of course any other nation will not have. So Jewish people are proof and other, other, other nations are proof that Azerbaijan ha will not have any problems with any uh, national minorities including Armenians, because Azerbaijan has no problem with any nation. So, so let me ask you something about, you talked about Ashkenazim coming during pogroms, but you're Sephardic, you're Sephardic, yeah. and I'm, I'm wondering, what's the mix? Uh, uh, is there still an Ashkenazi presence, a big one, or is it mostly Sephardic in the way that the Judaism is done? I will, I will explain you, I will explain you. You know, as I said, uh, to, for today, we have more than 20,000 uh, people, uh, Jewish people here in Azerbaijan, but before the... <clears throat> Soviet Soviet uh, Soviet Union collapsed. We have more than one hundred thousand. So most of them, most of them are was were Ashkenazis. If we had uh, sixty thousand Ashkenazis here in Baku and forty thousand Sephardic in Azerbaijan, the Ashkenazi community came here only one hundred years ago, and they came here as uh, engineers, uh, doctors, lawyers. You know, from the uh, it was a very very big wave of the uh, of the immigration of Ashkenazi Jewish people. Ashkenazi people came. Uh, it was after the Kishinev pogrom. On nineteen uh, on nineteen six, in the it was very 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 uh, harmful 
Kishinev pogrom in Kishinev in Moldova. And after this, they have decided, and they reached, they, they wrote each other uh, letters, inviting them, each other, their families that come to here, and uh, you will not see any problems. That uh, you will, it's a fantastic place here. So, uh, so before the Jewish, uh, before the uh, the Soviet community was, uh, Soviet Union was collapsed. Jewish, we have more than one hundred thousand uh, Jewish Jewish population of Azerbaijan. Today is uh, uh, it's about 20,000. Most of them, of course, are Sephardic now. And we have, we have uh, in big enough Jewish community, we have three, uh, three minor, my major communities here in Azerbaijan. It's, uh, it's a Sephardi mountain Jewish community. It is Ashkenazi Jewish community and it's Georgian Jewish community. The people that moved from the Georgia to Baku, so these three communities was active during the old Soviet Union and until today. Uh, as I said that we have uh, uh, more than 100 uh, children in our school. We have another school, we have two schools. Okay, but wait a second. You got 100,000 and you get 20,000, so you lost 80% of the Jewish yeah, population. Of, Where did they go? Uh, most, of, part, most of them to Israel. You know, when the Soviet Union was collapsed, the, in the, all the territories of Soviet Union was very terrible situation, economic situation. The people didn't have uh, basic things to eat, you know, to get basic products. And uh, that's why they, it was... Uh, some it was of them, them. So some of them because of the economical reasons, some of them because of the Zionist re re reason. And uh, they moved to Israel... Part of them moved to the United States. Uh, you know, you, in your country, in Canada, a lot of people that came from from Azerbaijan. But were they mostly the Ashkenazi who who left? I mean, yeah, mostly Ashkenazi who left. Right. So the Ashkenazi came at the beginning of the 20th century. After the Soviet Union collapsed, they went off, and the original population of Sephardic Jews stayed. Is that right? Yeah. So, right. So. You, you have a lot less people, but you're, you're the original people who were there for hundreds of years. Yeah, a couple of years. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So that's why, you know, in my own family history, yeah. there's a good chance that my father's people uh, came from where you are right now. What's the, um, what's the future of the uh, Jewish community in Azerbaijan? Do you see it uh, getting smaller? Do you see it getting stronger? What, what what do you see? I think that it's getting stronger. Absolutely, I can, I can think that I can tell that it's getting stronger. What is for me for as a rabbi? What is stronger? Uh, when I see that more and more people are coming to the synagogue in the holidays, or they are prefer to give their children to the Jewish uh, Jewish uh, school and kindergarten. For me, it's uh, the the community is getting stronger. And uh, for the numbers, you know, uh, before the pandemic, it's very interesting thing now. Before the pandemic. We have, uh, you know, uh, the, the 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 number of the people get get less, and during the pandemic, after the pandemic, they stopped, and now I see that uh, uh, families they are begin to move from the Russia here, because yeah. that's why. Because for example, uh, the Jewish, the the mountain Jews, we have very big community in Moscow, Azerbaijani Jews, mm -hmm. Sephardis, very big community in Moscow. 
So after the old problems that began in with Russia, with the all the uh, military problems that uh, the young guys are, are was forced to, to their yeah streets, yeah. They're, they're catching them on the street to, to take them to the army. So they prefer to move to Baku or to Cuba. So I see the families that they decided to come back to Baku. Also, we have a lot of uh, we have several uh, several families that decided to move back from the Israel. Hmm. Yeah, this is also the tendency. It's 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 it's, in, it's very interesting, but it's uh, what this is. Uh, this is what we see in right. day by day life, because for example, twenty five percent of my of my students in my school are Israeli citizens. Huh. Interesting. So, for let me ask you a last question here. For this is just uh, at Pesach. Yeah. Uh, do, do I'm just asking if we have the same tradition. Do you do at the beginning of of the seder? Do you do uh, something called bibilu? Where bibilu. You yeah, you bring the plate up over your heads and you go, Bibilu Mitsianu Mimitraim. Do you do that? Because in Morocco they do that. No, no, no. Oh, come on, you got to do that. I'll show you later. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, the most fun because the big table, can, you got to get the this, this plate. I begin this tradition from this year, if you want. Yours. <laughs> yes, exactly. That'll be a good thing. Listen, Rabbi, I really appreciate your time and I really uh, wish you a happy hug, Pesach Sameach, and a good year and a good spring. Thank so, you, thank, thank you, you very much. Uh, Rabbi Zamir Isayev in Baku in Azerbaijan. Well, that's Yehopitz Phil for this week, sponsored by Pear Tree Canada, reducing the after-tax cost of giving for Canadian major gift donors. Learn more at PearTreeCanada.com. I'm your host, Ralph Benmergi. Our producer is Michael Freeman. Our music is by Louis Samayo. And if you want to travel with us across this great country visiting more small Jewish communities, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to hear more of my work, you can go to ralphbenmergi.ca and you'll find everything you need right there. If you want to hear more Canadian Jewish stories, you can find them at the Canadian Jewish News' website, cjn.ca. You can now receive, by the way, a tax receipt for supporting the CJN. To learn more, visit the cjn.ca slash donate. Thanks, and we'll see you next time in Yehopitzville.